This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Well, it's early Saturday morning, so um, good morning to everybody. And um, we've got an emergency podcast on The Rest is Football. And I think the main reason for that is obviously the move of Harry Kane uh, to Bayern Munich has now been confirmed. And amongst our team at The Rest is Football, of course, <laughs> uh, we have one Alan Shearer, who currently holds uh, the Premier League record. And now it looks like he's going to hold it um, for a lot longer. Um, Michael Richards is uh, also on the line. Alan is on his phone. Um, so, Alan, how did you celebrate last night? I, I was slightly <laughs> surprised when the news came through on Thursday. I think it was Thursday afternoon, late Thursday afternoon, that um, there were strong indications that uh, that Bayern had reached an agreement. Yeah, I was, I was slightly thinking, OK, I'm not going to believe it till it happens. But um, And then he was causing... Yesterday morning, wasn't it? Friday morning, his plane was delayed on a couple of occasions. I don't know whether that was someone trying to um, to change the deal around or add a few things on or what. I don't know, but um, yeah, uh, I was I was a bit surprised because I did think that um, the more it was dragging on, I thought he was uh, he was going to stay and see out the uh, the remaining twelve months of his contract and then uh, then choose where to go at the end of that. But um, I might have the record for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, though, seriously, I mean, we, we, we jest about this, but, but for you, I presume that does genuinely kind of make you happy that you're going to keep that record well, for... I might keep it for a bit longer. Almost but, certainly a lot I mean, longer. It's only 30. With, with, with how the players are nowadays, how fit they are, how they can play a lot longer than we could, um, certainly back in our day. When you were, you, were, you were lucky if you got to 35 or 36 in, in our day, but... That's not the case now. So he can go and do two or three years or however long he wants to do and still come back and have another two or three years and having a bash at that. And, he, and who knows? He'll certainly come back with a, with a, with a um, Bundesliga title medal or two or three. And there's every chance he could come back with a Champions League as well. So um, for what it's worth, and I'm not joking here, I, I think he's made the correct decision. I think it'll be a great experience for him and his family. And he's going to a giant of European football 
And they will be now, because of him going there, they will be now one of the favourites for the Champions League. Uh, Micah, you, you were saying when we spoke a few days ago that you, you thought that this wasn't the right move for Harry Kane. You thought he pro- should stay at Spurs and, and, and beat that record of Allens and march on from there. Do you still feel that? Yeah, I, I think two things. Um, the, the, the problem that I you know, thought going to Bayern was the fact that you're just becoming another one of another great Bayern Munich sort of player who's won something. And that's fine, but you can be the best ever at Spurs. Well, he already is in terms of um, it beat certain records, but Jimmy Greaves has got that one record that I don't think anyone's going to touch. But in terms of your legacy and being at club, yes, he's had a couple of loans. I just think he could have stayed at Spurs for one more season. Just give him one more season and then you have the pick of Man City, Man United, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Bayern. So I feel like even if he, he felt it was right, he wanted to leave, one more year, he could have had a pick of the bunch. And that's when, of course, it's probably out of his hands now. If if Spurs get offered £100 million, they have to make a decision. Is it worth him staying for one more year or do we get some money now? And ultimately, I think that's what it's been. But if you would ask me as a player, would I have gone to, to Bayern Munich right now? And this is not discrediting Bayern Munich. They're a fantastic club. I played at Allianz Arena, amazing. But I just believe one more year, he could have had even more options. But I, I understand what you're saying and I get what you said about Jimmy Greaves because he was probably the best in terms of goal scorer and he's, he's, he scored more goals than anyone else. But he has got the Spurs record. He probably will get a statue and he deserves one at, uh, at Tottenham. He's England's record goal scorer. You also have to think of his, his respect for Spurs because he perhaps didn't want to leave for nothing. He perhaps wanted Spurs to get something out from him. I mean, they've got, Spurs have got a great deal. For a 30-year-old with one year left on his contract, I mean, Daniel Levy's rinsed Bayern for every single penny that he could get. They're getting a, they're getting a superstar. They're getting a, a world-class player, probably one of, if not the, the best centre-forwards in, in the world. They're guaranteed goals. They're, they're guaranteed other things because of who and what he brings to the, to the pitch. Um, but I also think you have to think what he thinks. And perhaps he didn't want to go to an English, another English club and, and score goals against Tottenham in 12 months' time out of his love and respect for, for Spurs. So I think he's made a great decision. He can go there, as I said, and, and have, a, have a different lifestyle. Um, it's beautiful over there. And as I said, it's not as if he's going to a, a club that I'm not going to challenge. He's going to a giant of European football who have had huge success in the uh, in the Champions League and European Cups, etc. So, yeah, I, I totally get and understand why he's uh, why he's done it. I'd chip in here, and I'd I'd also um, I concur with you, Alan. I think it's the right move, probably for both Tottenham and uh, Harry Kane at this moment, and certainly Bayern Munich. And I've read a kind of a lot of stuff from some pundits that kind of disrespectful of German football, of Bayern Munich, of, of the league they've got there. And they're saying, well, that's not a challenge. He's just going there and he's bound to win something. Well, he's had a challenge for whatever years he's been at at Tottenham. Um, it's always a challenge moving to a new club, um, especially a club where the expectancy levels will be incredibly high. 
at Bayern Munich because um, you've got to remember how many great players that they've had. Yes, they've won the league repeatedly over the last 10, 12 years. Um, but again, you've still got to out, go out there and, and do it again. I'm, I'm pretty sure they will. And the one thing missing from 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 Harry's career really is it are a few team medals or trophies, whichever way you want to describe it. And this is um, a great place to go to do that. And I, I just disagree with so many people. And they, you know, we, we tend to do that thing here, don't we, in this country? Yes, we've got the amazing Premier League and it's probably the best league in the world. But sometimes we, we, our view that all of the leagues are farmers' leagues, as they call them, I think is pretty disrespectful. But what would you have done, Gary and Alan, if I can throw a question to you? You're in Kane's position now. Forget, you know, I'm talking about you have the chance. Can we put you inside Kane's head or yourselves? You, you, you guys have been the number nine for England. You've been the most successful in, in your role, in your job. He's become that. He's the latest one to have that. Talk me through what it's like being in this situation and what makes you make that decision to go to Bayern Munich, you know? You've got to also think, he's given great service to Tottenham. So if he was to go there and stay another 12, that's another year gone of his contract. Because Tottenham aren't going to be successful anytime soon. That's going to take a long time. I mean, un under this... Under this ownership, it's they've they've continually done the same thing, the same thing. They got close under Pochettino in the Champions League final. After that, it's been the same mistake after the same mistake. So if he was to sit and wait another twelve months, that's another year gone of his career. So that's another reason why he's made the right decision in in my mind. He had to go to a giant, whichever giant that was going to be. He, Tottenham weren't going to let him go to any English club. They weren't going to sell him to any English club, and I get that and understand that. So, yeah, I, I, I think given putting myself in, in Harry's boots, I think I could, I, I think if, if my career was his and I, I'd, I'd, look, I'd look back and I think I've given my time, I've done all I can at Tottenham, there's nothing left I can do. So, yeah, I would perhaps have done the same thing if, if I was him in his position. Well, I, I sort of did that, Mike, didn't I? I went to, to Barcelona yeah. um, and... It's and it's also I think it's worth worth telling people listening that it's for a footballer it's it, it's a tough tough decision. I left my um, hometown club Leicester to go to Everton at one point, and I had one year at Everton where I was very happy playing in an absolutely brilliant team that would uh, were going to challenge um, that would create lots of chances. Um, and then a year into my contract, the World Cup happens, and then after it, all of a sudden I've got to make a decision whether I'm going to Barcelona or not. Um, and people think, well, you know, it's quite easy to, but, but when you know, you've got to take, you're going abroad. Um, I just got married at the time. In fact, I was happy where we were, but at the same time, someone, one of the big clubs in world football comes along like that. And uh, you've got a decision to make. The club had accepted a fee as well, a bit like Harry did eventually. And then, then you sit down and you go, right, do we do it? Do we take the chance? And I remember having the conversation with Michelle, my, my wife then, and, and it was like, yeah, should we go? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Should we? It'd be, yeah, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? You make the decision. No, I'll make the decision. And in the end, we, we just couldn't, like, one of us wouldn't say, like, we're going. 
So we put, we rolled up two pieces of paper and either put yes or no on them and threw them in the middle of, in a cup, whittled them around, <laughs> took them out. And they both said, yes, let's go. So <laughs> I don't know what would have happened if they'd um, said yes and no on one. Um, but um, so, you know, in Harry's shoes, he's had a lot of thinking. I'm sure he's, he's known that he wanted to go and that it would probably get done for, for quite some time. Um, and now he faces the next challenge is, is, is going away and, and settling in a new place. And, and even at 30 years old and being a, you know, a genuine world-class superstar, um, that's, that's still a tough challenge. And do you know what? I'm full of admiration for him for taking it on. And, um, but I think, it's, I think it's perfect for him. Bayern Munich, wonderful club, and I, I think he'll do really well. Micah, it was, it, was, it was slightly different when he got offered to go to Japan. It was an instance. Says yes, we're taking the fucking cash and we're moving. <laughs> we didn't get paid so well in those days, Alan. You've got to remember that. We needed a little pay there at the end of our at the end of our our careers. Um, right, where does that leave Tottenham, Micah? That is, it's a, it's a very good question, Gary. Because when you're doing your analysis, so when you're you're looking at teams and you're looking at all the, the preseason clips, and you, everyone has a, a style of, of of play. Whether it's a modern style, whether it's old school, you know, you can debate which style of play is better. People like somewhere where you're playing through the lines because it's more easy on the eye. Of, of course, bringing in in Madison was a masterstroke because of the fact that sometimes when Kulusevski or Son wasn't playing the way they that the team wanted to play like Harry Kane would drop so deep and try to be the creator but when you've got Madison in there he can be that creator and looking at the team now I thought it's very balanced but you take Kane out of that I don't know how they're gonna fill that void I think in times when 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 you've watched Spurs and Harry Kane's not been in the team, they have actually been more dynamic in terms of more explosive. But you're taking away 30 goals. So I think we're going to see a front-footed team, nice to watch, but not at cutting edge. And they'll have to bring someone in before the end of the week at ASAP. Um, well, right well, perhaps though they give uh, Richarlison a run in the side um, because I mean I know he didn't score any league goals last season um, and he and he struggled, but obviously he couldn't really get a look in with Harry Kane up there. So this is his opportunity because of course he played as as a nine in the in the World Cup, didn't he for Brazil? Yeah, we did the game, didn't we? We did yeah. the game when that and he scored uh, amazing goal that he, that he scored. Um, but again, with Rich Allison, because he's used to be playing centre, but drifting towards that left-hand side, they've already got that. They need someone who's going to stay up there. And if he can have that role, I rate him. You know, you pay, what, 60 million for him. He's got, he's Brazil's number nine. He's got something there. Obviously, characteristics are just a little bit different from Kane. But I believe now they can take responsibility. We've all played in dressing rooms when you've got one of the star players. You you two were probably the, the star players, but sometimes when a star player is not playing and the focus is always on them, it releases a little bit in you to say, okay, I'm going to step up and maybe that's what Spurs are going to have to do with that Harry Kane. Yeah, I, I think that, yeah. I think I agree with that. I think he's he's a he's a better player than what we saw last season with Charleston. Um And I think because there'll be more responsibility on him now. Kane has gone out there. Because every time he played last year, Kane was either sat there watching 
and and that that can be a shadow over over a person as well, depending on that personality. So once Kane's gone out that dressing room like he has now, you're probably going to see a better player in in, in Richarlison. He'll score more goals, and he'll, and he'll certainly be uh, better for that. But I mean, Harry Kane won, had one of his best seasons in the Tottenham shirt last year, and he still finished what was it eighth or ninth. So who no one's filling those boots. They're too big to fill. There's no doubt about that. So. They're going to be a lot worse off with, without him, um, but I agree they're going to they'll have, they'll have to bring someone in. Which I know they brought the uh, the youngster in, but that's that's a big ask to uh, to go in and, and and fill his boots. So I, I I'm not changing my mind on Spurs. I had them finishing eighth or ninth, and I still have them finished in the same place now. Okay, let's take a break. Um, I need a coffee at this time of the morning. <laughs> Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, welcome back to The Rest is Football with uh, me, Gary Lineker, Alan Shearer and uh, Micah Richards uh, discussing the um, big story that Harry Kane will go and play um, in Munich um, for Bayern, monster of a club, of course. And also, it's, it's worth pointing out um, that he'll have a year in Germany leading up to a certain European Championship next summer in Germany. That might help. It's lovely, eh? We we a couple of games in Ber- Berlin, aren't we? We we are we not based up in Berlin next I, next I summer? I'm hoping that's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be it be nice, Vody. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I've been to do the first my first Euros a couple of years ago. They're doing a World Cup, and then the end to do Euros in Germany. It's just wonderful. I went to the um, a competition in was it around two uh, two thousand and six in Germany. The World Cup. The, the World yeah. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to, competition. I, no, I wanted to make sure I got. I, I, I wanted to make sure I got that right before. So in two thousand and six, the World Cup. I was only a youngster at the time, and it was just the environment, the togetherness, uh, that the fans were amazing. So I, I can't wait. I can't wait. And and won't he, won't he have a bit of a rest over the Christmas period? Or, or well, that's it, it as well. well so, yeah. 
Yeah, they don't play quite as many games there uh, in Germany. They have a little break and he'll be... Pl- I mean, it's those tiny percentages going into these things, isn't it, that um, can possibly uh, make the difference. Back to um, back to Spurs. Um, they've been linked, Alan. I don't know whether you've seen this. I mean, you see so many rumours, don't you, in terms of transfers, etc. But they've linked with um, one Callum Wilson as a, as a possible replacement for Harry. I heard that. Um, that... <laughs> They're going, to, they're going to be linked with everyone now. You can every single day there'll be three or four players flash up on social media that Spurs are are going to be linked with. Um, How important is it for for Tottenham? Do you think now that in the position that they're in and they've got I don't know what a hundred million or so um, that to placate the fans and their disappointment that they actually spend that money and spend it wisely? Well, don't forget they had the same thing with uh, with Gareth Bale, didn't they? They, they they had a fortune when Gareth Bale went. Didn't they go out and sign six or seven players? At they that, did, uh, but at they didn't hardly, do very well with them. Hardly any of them worked, did they? So, um, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Ericsson was one of them, and uh, he was probably the only one that uh, that did work, and the rest of them weren't so good. So, um, yeah, it's they know they're going to get uh, they'll they'll have to pay over the top because of everyone knows that they're, they're, they're flush with cash now. So. I think they've got a. I think they've got a very good deal with someone who's thirty years of age. It's it's a good deal for for everyone all round. But Tottenham need to go out and buy a centre forward now. There's no doubt. Yeah, elsewhere, um, looking at um, things that are going on, the the Liverpool and, uh, and Moses Caicedo is um, a bit like the Kane thing. It was on, then it was off, and then it was on, or the, and is off, and then he was going to Liverpool, and then everyone thought he was. We thought, what a signing that is, him and McAllister in the same midfield again. Um, and then you see that he's turned that down, and he wants to go to Chelsea. Pretty embarrassing for Liverpool if that that that, that is the case. If he's he's they've just gone okay here you go We've, we're going to agree a deal as they had done for 111 million pounds, and then all of a sudden it's no thanks. I don't fancy actually coming to you. I want to go to London. I mean <laughs> that doesn't that's not a good look for Liverpool. Shades of you with. Shades of you with uh, Manchester United and Newcastle now? No, not at all. Very, very different. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You'd think that you'd have to do your homework and you'd do due diligence that um, before you go in and say, okay, we're going to agree a fee that this guy wants to come here. Yeah. What do you think, Micah? I don't understand the way the transfer market is anymore. So it seems as though Brighton do all this research, they sort of mould them, then sell them <laughs> on for, for... You said before that Spurs need to buy the right players. Why aren't they looking at the same players that that Brighton are? Of course, yes. It's a different they're, model, they're, Micah. Yes, a but... Completely this, different model at Spurs but, and Brighton. But, what, but what's the, the problem with buying who you really want? Investing in a in a pool, sending them on, on loan, and then when they're ready, coming to play for Spurs. Because what's the difficulty with Spurs at this moment in time is they're not going to get the top players, so they they need to be creative in in getting somebody else. The right they need good recruitment, I suppose. That's that's the point because it doesn't matter what your budget is; it, it's exactly. how you spend your money, whether you get it whether you get it right. And all there's always an element of of doubt with any with any transfer, but there some clubs are, are really good at it. I think I read that Brighton in the last 12 months or so have sold something like £360 million pounds yeah, worth of players. What a, I mean, their recruitment's been extraordinary, hasn't it? Yeah, but Liverpool's, Liverpool's got a problem. I mean, they've, 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 behind their scenes, they've gone through so many different men now in terms of 
recruitment or director of football, et cetera, et cetera. So they're very, very different models. It was a bit. It was. It was very hypocritical of Jurgen, wasn't it? A couple of seasons ago, yeah. they, they can't. We can't compete with all these clubs spending all this money. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and interestingly, of course, Chelsea play Liverpool on on Sunday. I wonder if um, Moises Casado <laughs> will be in the stand and which 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 scarf he'll, he might have. He might home and away spot. They call it the half and half scarf. Half and he'll half have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Hedging his bets a little bit, possibly. Uh, before we end, Mike, I just want to ask you, because you were at the game last night, of course, um, and a, a great start to the season for, for Manchester City and, and, and Haaland, uh, another couple of goals. And um, um, Alan, firstly, I think he might break your record before Kane anyway. <laughs> I'll be getting my pilot's hat on again. I'll be taking him in a couple of years' time. <laughs> Ship him over to Real Madrid. Um, how, how was the game, Micah? I love being there. It was intriguing to see Burnley in in the Championship to to Burnley in the the Premier League. Yeah, so not just the Premier League, but Manchester City as well. A, a, which exa- is- <laughs> exactly, and it was dominating the ball in the Championship to trying to set traps for Manchester City. But Man City were just so comfortable on the ball, and they had spells being quite creative, but. What was was lacking to me was a, was a difference in quality in in the in in the box. And soon as Haaland got the ball, it was quiet. I was watching his movement movement specifically, and he made a, a few runs and he held up the ball a little bit better. But when he gets in the box, it's just you automatically think goal. And the the goal was a little bit. Um, Bigger than I thought. I thought Burnley would be on the front foot in terms of fitness wise. But Man City, they just, they can turn it on. Yeah, great start um, f- for Manchester City. And I mean, they're going to take some beating, as, as you said. What do you think, Alan, for your record? Six seasons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. If he continues scoring at that rate. Um, goal scoring machine. I love watching him. I love I love his hunger for scoring goals. You can see, and he's, he's one of these players where he doesn't have to have a touch. He's not that bothered if he doesn't touch the ball for a, for long periods of time. He just comes alive in the box. And if you watch his movement for both of his goals, compare his movement to the defender's movement. And, and that's, that's the big thing for me. And then having the, the ability to finish it off. But that's what, that's what the team's coming up and the bottom half of the Premier League, that's the big difference, is, is that they haven't got that forward who can just finish it off like that. And if you if you find someone like that who can give you fifteen goals, that'll get you five or six places up the up the Premier League. But that's the big difference at, at that at that level, and certainly last night because Burnley were all right, I thought, um, but they were just lacking in forward areas. They got into some decent positions, but they just lacked that 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 quality in and around the eighteen yard box, that final third. Right. Um, thank you very much uh, for jumping on for our emergency podcast, um, Alan and um, Micah. Um, I've got a train to catch. Um, you've got to get yourselves to Salford as well. Uh, yep. We'll see. I'll see you in a few hours see for matching the hours. day. We're back. Don't, don't We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone.
I'm Anthony Scaramucci, former White House Director of Communications and Wall Street financier. And I'm Katty Kay, U.S. Special Correspondent for BBC Studios. I've been covering American politics for almost three decades. Welcome to The Rest is Politics U.S., brought to you by Goalhanger. Go on, tell us, were those donations you made, like Obama in 2008, was that idealism? Were you hoping to get something out of these campaigns that would serve your own business interests, for example? So I think this will either make this podcast incredibly successful, Caddy, or people <laughs> will be horrified and they'll shut it off right now because I'm going to be very real with you. The Obama donation, I had gone to law school with President Obama. We were not classmates. I was a few years ahead of him. It was 2007. He was then Senator Obama. I had a check in my breast pocket. I went over to the senator. I said, Senator, I said, you and I didn't really know each other in law school, but I'm about to hand you a big check. Can I lie to my friends and tell them that you and I knew each other in law school? (laughs) Well, Obama looks at me, had the best smile in American politics since Jack Kennedy. Forever. Yeah. He lights up. He looks at me and says, I'll tell you what, if you double the amount of the check, we'll take it back to Hawaii. Okay. And I looked at him. I said, you're done. I had another check in my pocket. I ripped it up. I doubled the amount of the check. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've been to more White House Christmas parties during the Obama administration than the Trump administration. In this pivotal year for the United States, democracy and world affairs, Britain's biggest podcast, The Rest is Politics, is launching stateside. Uncovering secrets from inside the Biden and Trump inner circles and how they shape the world's most important economy, but also the global economy too. New episodes are released every Friday morning. Just search The Rest is Politics US wherever you get your podcasts.